So what is the process of filing for an abandoned vehicle in the state of Alabama? We're going to take a look at the statutes and some of the forms that you need to follow in order to process an abandoned vehicle in Alabama. And we'll start with this abandoned motor vehicle record request. And this is important because the first step in the process is you have to notify the DMV in Alabama and also request the records of the owner. And here's the reason why. Here's an updated redacted version of the statutes for an unclaimed or abandoned vehicles. And the, the bold is what um, has been superseded with new information. And most of the changes have to do with electronic reporting. You used to have to do this on paper documents. So for an unclaimed abandoned vehicle, the first thing you have to do, if you are a person or entity in possession of an unclaimed motor vehicle, you shall electronically report the unclaimed vehicle through a portal provided by the department. Okay, so the first thing you have to do is make a report saying this vehicle is abandoned. You're supposed to do that within five calendar days from the first date the vehicle was considered unclaimed. Okay, so and it tells you what the definition of unclaimed is. If it's unattended for more than 48 hours, if it's on private property for more than 48 hours without consent of the owner, if it's left for repairs, it's 48 hours after the date the repairs were, the repairs were completed. Um, so that's the definition. What do you have to have on the report? You have to have the VIN number, year, make, model, license plate number if it has one, your name and address, and then the date the vehicle was deemed to be unclaimed. It's an important date because a lot of dates you'll see following this uh, tag off of that initiated date. When they receive the report, the department will place a 45-day hold on the title. This is important because once you start the Alabama abandoned title process, you can't switch and do a different process because that title record will have a hold on it. Okay, you can't start abandoned and then realize it's going to take too long or too complicated and try to do a bonded title or do something else. And that protects your interest in the motor vehicle. It also makes sure that somebody else isn't trying to get the title when it should belong to the abandoned claimant. So within five days of when it's reported unclaimed, the entity in possession, meaning you as the claimer, will use the National Motor Vehicle Title Information System, NMVTIS, which is a national database, to determine which state the motor vehicle is titled. That's the first thing you have to find out is where is it last titled? If it was Alabama, if it's other states, you have to take different action. If it was in Alabama, you'll have to do a records request to the uh, abandoned motor vehicle system. Well, that's this form we just looked at, okay, the MVT3213. That's what they're telling you have to do, MVT3213. So you're gonna send this form in requesting that they tell you who the owner of the vehicle is. Um, they don't give it out by phone. They don't give it out without a signature. You have to request it very formally. It'll tell you the current owners, registered secured parties, and lien holders, meaning that anybody who has a claim against that vehicle, they're going to tell you who that is. If the vehicle's in another state, you'll have to do something what they call equivalent. There's a form for every state that's similar, DPPA form, which we've covered in the intro video and get the vehicle record from that state. Once you have that, within five days after you receive the record, you must report the owner and lien holder through the portal, meaning that you have to go back to that portal where you entered the information, starting the process, and then put in the owner's name, follow up. 
and the entity in possession of the vehicle. You must send a notice of possession to the owner and lien holder by certified mail. So if you find out that the owner is Joe Schmo and the lien holder is Wells Fargo, you have to send a notice of possession to both of those parties with certified mail return receipt and they tell you what formats is allowed. And you have to do it to the parties listed on that certified motor vehicle record. Then you have to maintain that record and keep all that information for a period of three years subject to audit meaning that if you go through this process end up with a title you have to keep all this information in your records for three years next you will have to provide a notice of public auction through the department's portal you have to do it at least 35 days before you do the sale of the vehicle. You have to hold a public auction. Basically, you have to have a time and date where people can come forward and bid on the vehicle. You can bid on it yourself, but you have to offer other people the opportunity to bid on it. You'll have to put it in the portal, but also you'll have to put it in a local publication with circulation, meaning that you can't just put it on a bulletin board at the laundromat. You have to put some type of circulated publication. And within that notice, you'll have to put your name and address, the name and address of the owner, the vehicle information, and the date and time of that auction, that public bidding. Within five days of uh, the receipt in the portal, the department, the DMV, will send a notice of termination to the current owner, and they'll have 30 days to appeal the sale. That's why it's done 35 days in advance, because they have 30 days to appeal. 35 days after the auction is provided, the motor vehicle may be sold. And when it's sold, you'll have to put the information in the portal of what the bill of sale said. The vehicle description, the dates, the name of the newspaper and dates of publication, how much you received proceeds from the sale, the buyer and seller information, and then all the dates of all those notifications. Section 12 talks about if it's a salvage title, it'll remain a salvage title. It's not going to change anything. That's beyond the scope of an abandoned vehicle, that's a salvage title. It's not gonna add salvage to the title, but it'll remain if it is already a salvage. If for some reason in the meantime, the vehicle is returned to the owner, then you have to uh, report that it's been redeemed. You can only use that portal for an abandoned vehicle. This is important. This is something a lot of people will do. They'll try to use an abandoned vehicle process to get a title for something they bought off Craigslist and didn't get a title. Many of the states, and Alabama is a perfect example, will specifically say you can't use this process to circumvent the requirement that the seller of a motor vehicle provide the buyer with a properly assigned title. So if you buy a car off of Facebook, Marketplace, Craigslist, OfferUp, somewhere else, and the buyer didn't give you a title, you can't now use this because you're going to have to sign an affidavit saying you did not buy this vehicle. And if it comes up later that you use this to circumvent it, there's legal consequences. If you did purchase a vehicle and didn't get a title, there are other options like we've talked about in our intro. You could do a title surety bond, a court ordered title, prior owner contact. There's a, many other methods you could use. You'll find on our website. Once the purchaser of that abandoned vehicle gets that bill of sale, they have to title it in their name. Even if it's a dealer, you can't just flip it to somebody else. You have to put it into your name as a new title owner. If the net balance is greater than zero, meaning that if what you received is greater than what you're owed by the owner, you must remit the balance to the county 
for deposit into the general fund, meaning that you can't keep a windfall from a vehicle if it's bid higher than the value. You have to add that onto the form 3213B. You have to re uh, get a receipt for the funds and submit it to the county. Failure to report shall result in forfeiture of all claims and liens of a vehicle. So if you don't make the proper reporting through the portal and do all the notices, you lose all your rights to that vehicle. By the same token, if you make a false statement, fake report, like you say, it's abandoned, but really you bought it on eBay, that's a violation. It could be a felony. Again, this is why we say get good legal advice before you take action on these abandoned vehicles. So you can't make false statements. Not designed to fix a title problem, it's designed to get rid of a vehicle that's in your way. And then if there's any contested information from a prior owner, it has to go to court. It has to go to the circuit court and they'll take it up at the judicial level. And this is who wrote it. There are people that work for Alabama DMV. Um, this was issued in 2012, but this is a good example of how the process works. Again, remember that there may be other methods for getting a title to a vehicle that are more appropriate in your case. Be sure to look at the, the preview video that talks about getting legal advice, other options. Don't move the vehicle. Use a DPPA form, but also that you may need to go to court as a last resort. But this is an overview of how the process works and where it's not exactly finders keepers if you have a vehicle on your property, there is a method that you may be able to pursue and there'll be more information about that on our website at cartitles.com.